Well, hey, Mary, it's Aaron here. Hi, Aaron. I heard you wanted to talk about how people are faring in the pandemic. <laughs> and I said, I'm there. Yes, let's do it. Let's just do a little check-in, little little pandemic state of mind check-in. Because God, it seems like we're still here and we're yes. still going to be here. Yes. And my husband said something to me last night about, oh, gee, you know, there's some countries in Europe that are going into their next wave. It's their fifth mm-hmm. wave. I'm like, ah, don't yeah. tell me that. <laughs> no. And I, I think, you know, we're, we're in a marathon to get, we've, we've been in a marathon and you and I decided that we're going to get on the zoom. We're going to record some conversations. We're going to take our focus and make sure that we're focused. Well, looking through the frame of self-mastery tools and a lot of the tool, the, the techniques and tools that you offer in your forgiveness workshops. And we're going to kind of keep our focus there as we're yes. making our way through all this through so. another winter, because, yeah. you know, winter can be a low time anyway, here in the North country for some of us uh, can get, it can get a little long and low and, you know, the self mastery path is about keeping our consciousness at a certain level higher than that higher Mm -hmm. than low (laughs) Mm -hmm. and, and cultivating higher consciousness, whatever that means. But I think it means cultivating equanimity and effectiveness and love and goodwill for others. Mm -hmm. And uh, I got to look up that word equanimity, equanimity. How do you define that? Well, my understanding of it is that uh, you keep a certain sort of level mood and attitude as things rise and fall all around you. Like you don't get super duper duper excited and like feel saved by something good that's happening, or you don't plummet into despair and feel worried and, and, you know, scared to death about something bad. That's Mm -hmm. in quotes, that's been happening that, you know, things are, things are just happening. Life is happening. Life is lifey. It's doing what it's doing. And um, we can't control a lot of it. So I think people that are on a path of mastery are in the business of cultivating the best version of ourselves um, throughout different uh, phases of our life, mm-hmm. um, because we're glad to be here, essentially, that uh, being alive is, uh, is an opportunity. And uh, it's not easy being a person. It's not no. easy being a human being. It's hard. <laughs> it it's is a hard, hard gig. It's a really hard gig. And so uh, we need good company like you and I are keeping. We need mm-hmm. positive, warm groups, be they family or other kind of social or support groups. And we need tools to process things as they, yeah. as they come through. So, yeah. So I was, I was saying um, the other day, I, I, I saw a little incident uh, on the street and I said to myself, oh, people are just not doing that well. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Dear. So there you've been witnessing some I've, things. I've witnessed, yeah. I've witnessed a, a, a little piece of, uh, you know, wow, uh, you know, unexpected crazy. And this is, you know, on top of the thing I talked about a few weeks back where a woman went absolutely nuts on me in traffic because I had crossed uh, against the light while she was still a full block away and oh, she yeah. got in the car and screamed bad words at me for a long, <laughs> oh, long time. That's so scary. And yeah, I was, I, do. I was thinking, well, I wasn't that scared. I'm from Chicago, you know, and, um, you have a certain, like, I'm not going to be scared of people in the city 
attitude. Oh, okay. But, but it was cuckoo. It was, it was like, wow, really, really bizarre. And, mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, hmm, she's not doing very well. Good luck. You know, I'm glad I'm having a better day than you right now. Good luck. And, but then something like that happened the other day. And I just, I just wondered like how many, how many people are out there losing their, their head? <laughs> well, I would say for, you know, from my experience, I, I have gone through different phases, like kind of riding the roller coaster of this. And that, that actually is what prompted you and I getting back together and kind of saying, Hey, let's fire up the old rise and thrive podcast machine and start um, meeting and talking. Cause I was noticing with myself, I was kind of losing it. And Mm -hmm. I would say in recent weeks, I've been doing better and, you know, just from friends and, and family, people go through different phrases, phases. And it's sort of like, sometimes you have it all together. And then sometimes it just seems like, no, it's all falling apart. And I, I don't know, but, um, do you want to tell me what you witnessed? And, oh yeah, I was, I was, uh, sitting in the chair at the, my hairdresser Mm -hmm. and she's got her chair is in the window. So we get to watch the street walk by people walk by. It's a nice, a nice, busy, um, pleasant commercial area and they are dog lovers in there. So they have, uh, they keep a jar of dog treats uh, handy. Yeah. When people that in the neighborhood walk their dogs by and they keep, and they keep a big bowl of water out under a bench in front of the thing. So the dog can, the thirsty dog can, you know, have a little drink when he goes by. So it's kind of cute. You know, I'm sitting there and this often happens where they go, Oh, there's George, come in George. And George, (laughs) the dog comes in and they give him a dog treat and they pet him and George goes out and laps up a little bit of water and goes mm-hmm. on his way. And it's just really nice. It's very uh, friendly and community community esque. So, so I was sitting there and, and uh, uh, suddenly right outside the window, somebody swore very loudly. Mm-hmm. And then there was this loud clang and a bang because a woman had kicked over the, the dog bowl, the water bowl. She had kicked it over and was yelling into the window what the is a ball doing out here on the sidewalk? What the, you know, (laughs) and my hairdresser looks at her with, you know, her, her beautifully made up eyes over her mask, like what? And the woman punches the window, like punches the glass down the street. Yeah. She kicked the dog water bowl, Aaron. She kicked the goodwill friendly dog water bowl that wasn't hurting anything and yelled and punched the window. <laughs> and she looked like an otherwise normal in quotes person. Mm-hmm. And I looked at, at Carly and I said, uh, gee, you know, some people are just not doing very well. Yeah. This is just like the woman that was screaming at me uh, in traffic for, for little reason. And so anyway, but I, I'm glad to say that around my people fabric, I know a lot of people who are being masterful you know, Mm -hmm. who are really working this to their best of their ability. But I know a couple of people that are, are sinking pretty low with depression and, uh, and feeling really lost. Like, what do I do for work? What, you know, what my industry went away, my, my job went away. What, what Mm -hmm. am I doing? You know? So, okay. So Mary, when you saw this woman and I'm sure it was kind of frightening because it was startling and you might've had a reaction, but what, what did you do in that moment with the woman, the out of control woman? Well, it was sort of like the woman in traffic where it was so obviously irrational. It Mm -hmm. was so obviously uncalled for and 
violent and weird that I didn't give it I didn't give it any subject matter. I just I just said to Carly, who was looking pretty shocked, I said, wow, there's another person who is really not doing very well right mm-hmm. now in mm-hmm. this pandemic. And she nodded her head slowly like, yes, we can safely say that we can safely say that person who just felt the need to do that on the street is not doing very well right now. And I added the words in this pandemic because it's all context, you know, it's all context. People, um, people get uh, built up with things. And so I guess what I did for my own peace of mind was I, I do, this is like a, a muscle at this point. I, I kind of shifted into forgiveness immediately. Hmm. I shifted into, huh? Okay. And context, context, Hmm. you know, people are having a hard time. A lot of people have a lot of stuff pent up. We're probably going to see weird stuff like that, you know, here and there. So, well, I would prefer that my day had been utterly peaceful, but a distressed person walked by and made a noise and had a fit. And so I'm going to release my expectation that this would have been a completely peaceful haircut. (laughs) And I'm going to release my expectation that that person had a good grip mm-hmm. on, her, on whatever's going on inside her. Now, this is not anything I said to myself in long words, you know, yeah, that's what but I was wondering. Be- I've been practicing unconditional love and forgiveness now for 32 years that it, there's kind of a new a groove in my brain that mm-hmm. when something wild and weird happens, mostly I go right to, oh, well, that happened. <laughs> I'm kind of letting go of that. It shouldn't have happened. It happened. And I'm kind of trying to go into the next minute with goodwill for that Mm. person. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It's kind of like just end it, end the moment with a breath of goodwill and good luck, and then try and let her go. Try and let her just keep walking down the street and not follow it up with, oh my God, judgment, blah, 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 blah. Horror, rah, 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 rah. It's like I, I like that music. because what you're telling me is that I mean you can hook into the narrative of like oh my gosh this happened and then she did this and you know you can just kind of give it energy and blow it up mm-hmm. and it can be your stick it can be part of your routine where you turn around to your husband hey Fred guess what happened hey son. and then then you add to that moment you make yeah. that moment live longer in the universe in exactly. A way. Instead of letting that moment just pop through and then go to the next moment, which maybe has something of a quality you prefer in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I guess I would say during the pandemic and just all the disruption, and I've been reading about, you know, there are a lot of people um, struggling with different mental health issues, whether it's depression or anxiety or just, you know, like life is too complicated and they're overwhelmed. And so it's helped me because I know that's going on so much. Um, it, I've been able to, to deal with things kind of like what you're talking about in a little less personal way. Like mm-hmm. I don't, and maybe it was sort of coded into me in my upbringing or whatever, but previously, I think I would immediately go to, what did I do? You know, like, why, oh, right. well, how is this my fault right. or something like that? Who's the fault here? Yeah. And if it wasn't my fault, then it was their fault. And why, why were they doing that? And just to dis to detangle it a little bit, just give a little distance and, and just like, let it go by. I'm getting better at that. Mm-hmm. 
And partly because I understand rationally that everybody's situation is different and everybody has whatever they have on their plate and whatever they can control or not control. Like, it's so obvious that, you know, people, some people are unhinged and it's really, you just want to go, okay, I don't want that to slop over onto me. Right. So, right. Yeah. And the other thing was, I just, I just got an email forwarded to me by someone in my extended family who I really like and respect and who rarely sends anything around. And they forwarded this really negative cartoon about killing politicians. And I'm like, I know. And like, like it was funny, you know, and I, my mouth just dropped. My mouth dropped open because for one thing, this person rarely shares anything in the email for then another thing this person is a gentle and ethical person you know uh who i tr- like and trust and and then another person in the family went oh ho, ho, that's funny you know and so i'm trying to compose a response to that that is not uh divisive you know mm-hmm. but is to say ouch ooh, oh i didn't like that really didn't like that it's not funny it's not funny you know to yeah. talk to joke about killing people in these times, you know, it's just, it's not funny. It's too serious. My state, my representative gets death threats all the time, you know, Mm -hmm. and she did from the minute she was elected before she even legislated, she gets started getting death threats. So that's not funny, you know? So, yeah. But I, but then I said to myself, wow, I can't believe they sent that. What the heck? And then I realized, yeah, but you know, they've been struggling with a baffling and frustrating health issue for three years. Mm-hmm. And now um, their daughter is struggling with a concerning health issue. Maybe he's just ex- about to explode. You know, maybe mm-hmm. he's just quietly needing to say, ah, I could kill somebody, you know, I, I, I need to explode. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough to figure that out. Like, and this is sort of getting into boundaries of like, what's mine and what's not mine. And what do I worry about? Or what do I, what do I address? Um, with all, I don't know, with people just being so strange. I mean, that, I guess I've been telling myself that too, about, gosh, we're really learning how mysterious and strange human beings are because, (laughs) and and I've been saying, we're kind of like icebergs. There's this whole, you know, there's the part that shows above the water. And then there's this whole other part underneath the surface. But I think in these times, more of that under the surface stuff is just, you know, showing up, poking through and, and surprising ourselves itself. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. It's uh, I, I feel like I like long ago when my, my teacher of forgiveness told me that my life was having all of these like spinny, weird, hard things because I was being invited to a new level of unconditional love and forgiveness. And she was right back then. And I I did, I went to a new level of really being able to see people and roll with things and roll with life, you know, in a, in a better way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm at that point again with all this stuff going on, people being really, wow, certifiable all over the place. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm being invited or I'm inviting myself to go to a new level of compassion and, uh, acceptance that humans are, we're a dicey lot. You know, we are so full of light and so full of dark. And somehow I need to find my masterful equanimity and walk through all that light and dark and, and amplify 
the light wherever I get a chance to. What do you think? I, I think that's great. And I, what I'm hearing in that is with your teacher all those years ago, you changed your relationship to your own narrative. You know, mm-hmm. instead you had a, you had a narrative that was like, I'm unlucky. I was born. I'm a victim. A, I'm unlucky. Yeah. Life is hard. All these terrible things keep happening to me. Yeah. yeah. And, and I changed it back then too. Well, wow. I'm, I'm mastering forgiveness and yeah. life is naturally difficult and full of change. And wow, I can deal with that. And, yeah. And, and I feel like that's what what I'm going through right now and what I'm hearing you go through too, is that you can change your relationship to what is showing up. What's what's on the surface here. Mm-hmm. You can see somebody who's losing it and you, you know, you can take the bait and, and like yell back at them or confront them or, you know, meet them at the same energy level. Or you could take that and just go on and on about how terrible they are and let that become the focus of your next hour. Um, or you can do what you did, Mary, which is to just get a little bit of distance between them and your reaction. And you took out your tools mm-hmm. and, and let's just review. So, I, I mean, for me, stopping, taking a breath. That's what I did. I took okay. a breath and then uh, my hairdresser and I looked at each other mm-hmm. like we kind of like <sighs> connected like, wow, you know, we looked at each other and paused for a minute and breathed again. And then I said, wow, that person is really not doing well in this pandemic. Yeah. She shook her head slowly. And I said, okay, so let's let that go as something like that. We, and, and we began to just go back to what we were doing because it wasn't really. Well, and I think when you can have grace for somebody like that, you can show yourself that you don't have to get involved in it. You don't have to like buy into the drama. And I I guess I did that. I did that a little bit this morning. I was on a zoom with some people from different organizations and one of the people started down this path and I could feel myself like getting irritated and on the zoom, you know, you have to like present your face and you're smiling. It's like, Oh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to reveal how irritating I found it. So I just wrote a note to myself um, about, I mean, it was just a little prayer of gratitude mm-hmm. and I did writing it. And then I circled a little heart around it. And then I looked at it a few times and all I was doing was taking care of my own, my own energy, my own. I was like, okay, this person who's off doing whatever they're doing, I'm not going to let them bother me. I'm just going to be present, do my part of this, you know, this presentation and, and get through it. And it felt really good to do that. I felt like it was kind of a self mastery moment because I, I did, I had a visceral reaction to what this (laughs) other guy was doing. What happened? Did your, did your tummy tighten up? Did your heart start racing? What, what happened? I I felt rage. Oh, you know, I just, it just a flash of rage, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, I just thought, no, I don't need to spend energy there. That's, that's not mine. Mm -hmm. So I just was like, okay, what, what are my tools? What are my tools? And I was like, well, you could say a prayer for yourself, (laughs) which I did. And then I just sort of wrote a little, you know, thank you, gratitude, try to get, thank you for this day. Thank you for this space. I mean, I love my desk area where I'm on the zoom. So thank you you for my desk. Thank you for this wonderful setup. And I just, I just kind of wrote, wrote it out. And then I noticed that, that what I'd written 
was sort of in the shape of a heart. So I, I circled a little heart around it and I I was just sort of actively working with my, with my attention. And And a girl. And, you know, my teacher, my teacher taught me years ago that gratitude is like the fastest, quickest way to the energy of the higher self. So you you went right to the highway of how do I, (laughs) how do I tap into my soul? You went right to the highway, which is gratitude and, and made that made that real. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So bit by bit. And I think, you know, I, it was just a small moment and it was just dealing with myself and not, not trying to control another person or not trying to confront a person or, you know, any of that was just like, okay. And then it passed. And I was like, okay, I'm fine. So I think Mary, and you left it, you left it on higher ground. You took it up a notch. You took it up a notch to goodwill. Yeah, I hope by so. putting that heart by putting that heart on the paper mm-hmm. right after this moment when you wanted to strangle somebody, you <laughs> you stepped you stepped out of that that vibe of yeah of hate and rage that wasn't anything you really wanted to feed, and you went to gratitude, which kind of lifted you shoop, pretty quickly yeah. into a closer closer to your soul space, and you did that I think because you are a person of goodwill and you want to leave every room you're in, even if it's a zoom room, you want to leave it with a better spirit than when you came in. Am I right? Cause you do. I do. I, I mean, yeah. it's even more just sort of like, I don't want to feel angry and out of control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's for you. It's for me. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this was good. So we have tools. We can confront all the people that are, you know, struggling with uh, this ongoing pandemic and yeah, I mean, if someone is acting really irrational or really, uh, you know, angsty or low or spinny or anything that is less than their best version of themselves, I think we have to just remember we are almost at year two mm-hmm. of this pandemic, and everyone's everyone's lost something. I don't Mm -hmm. know what that person or who that person has lost. I don't Mm. know. I don't know what, what treasures of normal they lost. Mm. And I don't know that their situation, which may be a lot harder than my situation. I don't know. I don't know anything, but meanwhile, I can, um, I can breathe Mm -hmm. and I can bless them briefly and I can step away if it is good for me. Yeah. Great. Cool. All right. Well, that was great. That was helpful. Let's let's end the recording here, but let's come back soon because we just got to keep going. Keep going with this. Okay. That's right. Okay. (laughs) I need you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.